Welcome to the Irish Tech News Podcast, presented by the tech doctor, Ronan Leonard. Hi, welcome to today's Irish Tech News Podcast. I'm here talking with Keith O'Leary from Sunguard AS. How's it going, Keith? Very good, thank you very much. Now, we're here today to talk a bit about, uh, about the new GDPR rules and regulations that are coming in next year. So tell us when they're coming next year and what actually they're going to involve. No problem. So um, the General Data Protection Regulation Act, which is which is a mouthful in itself, um, it's a regulation which has been under developed under development for a number of years. It, it goes back four or five years at this stage. So essentially, it's been developed by the European Parliament, the Council of the, of the European Union, and the, and the European Commission to strengthen and unify data protection for all individuals within the European Union. Um, uh, There's a number of drivers behind GDPR. Uh, Firstly, the EU is is very very much wants to make sure and give people control over how their personal data is used, uh, bearing in mind that, you know, large organizations like Facebook and Google today, they have access to people's data, they swap it, they use it for different things. Um, and and if we consider, you know, the, the, the technology environment that the current legislation was enacted in, it was before the Internet, it was before cloud technology, it was, it was well before uh, companies had, had very innovative ways of exploiting data. So in that sense, the GDPR is looking to, to balance things, is looking to, is looking to strengthen data protection legislation, and in particular introduce tougher enforcement measures, um, and, in, and, and in so doing, uh, looking to improve trust in the digital economy. Um, historically, under existing regulations across the different uh, EU entities, there are fines, uh, there are various um, uh, enforcement measures in place, but not as substantive as is coming in in the GDPR. Um, the other part that the uh, EU wants to do is to give businesses a simpler, clearer legal, legal environment to operate in terms of data protection and make it identical throughout the single market. Uh, the EU estimates that uh, businesses will be able to save a collective 2.3 billion euros a year by having this, this common platform or this common uh, legislative platform to work from. Um, GDPR is already in force. It came in on the 24th of May 2016 across across the EU, uh, but it will actually be coming into law as of the 25th of May 2018. So uh, the clock is very much is very much ticking at this stage, um, and um, and es- and essentially as of the 25th of May next year, uh, then all of the various elements which have uh, caused um, you know some interest of the last while will come in. Uh, in terms of you know fines up to 20 million euros, uh, along with the kinds of reputational damage that companies can often get as well in these kind of situations. Okay, and also with GDPR, people can see it as an opportunity rather than a weakness or a threat. How would you think about that? Um, well, as as one would expect. Um, a lot of the initial talk around GDPR was around perceived burdens on businesses, more red tape, more legislation. Um, uh, but, but consequently, as people have begun to look under the covers and understand more what's involved, and also beginning to realize it's not going to go away, that they are now beginning to move into discussing the opportunities and the benefits. And there are many benefits to be attained by an organization 
if they embrace GDPR in a in a in a positive manner. Uh, one of the key things to bear in mind is that the GDPR is really an evolution of existing data protection laws and regulations. Um, it's not a it's not a huge step change. In a lot of cases, um, it's a it's a there, there's a there's a delta from where a lot of countries are today. Um, so from that perspective, most organisations will or at least should have you know already a substantial starting point in place. This is very much driving harmonisation, consistency, creating, um, you know, the, the kind of trust uh, which the EU wants to, you know, um, deliver within the, within the digital economy. So as a consequence of that, now organisations, they're looking to, they're, they're beginning to buy into it, they're beginning to understand and realise it's a delta, there's a gap that they need to fill, and they're beginning to look at the opportunities which GDPR can deliver. And given the fact that GDPR, to implement GDPR, you're very much looking at a people, process, technology, business change activity. Consequently, it can and it will deliver benefits across the organization. Um, it can, it can, the, the most obvious one being being fully compliant with GDPR gives you a basis to fully exploit and compete in a single market of 440 million potential customers. Um, and if these customers or these prospects have confidence in user organization to, to manage and look after their personal data, then that puts you in a very strong position. So first of all, it's, you know, being compliant gives you the ability to play within the, within, within the market. And that's going to be particularly important, I guess, if you flip that in terms of if you're found not to be compliant, you're looking at big fines, but also you're looking at a very large reputational hit. Um, the benefits come from being able to clean house and cleaning house, you know, for, for the GDPR, you're going to have to review your data handling and your processing procedures. And this is a, a great opportunity to, to review how you deal with data, uh, rationalize it, make it simpler, see where your data flows go, uh, and restructure them in a way which makes it simpler and compliant for GDPR, but also makes it more cost-effective and simpler for you as a business, how your staff have to deal with it, and how your customers interact. It helps you to, it also helps you to focus, you know, do I really need this data? Um, historically, organizations from an IT perspective, they will have simply accumulated data, accumulated systems over time just because that's what they, that's what they did yesterday. Um, but being able to rationalize IT estates associated with data storage, the data storage environments themselves, that will create significant benefits in terms of uh, reducing, um, you know, both your OPEX and your CAPEX. It will also assist in terms of your disaster recovery business continuity capabilities. Um, any GDPR um, audit or discovery exercise will need to take into account how you deal with DR and BC today. Um, um, and, and if you rationalize and simplify your business processes and your IT infrastructure, that has a consequent positive effect on simplifying your, your DR procedures and your business continuity. So therefore, you know, it, it, that will also help. Uh, because uh, an important point to bear in mind is just because you've invoked DR doesn't mean that GDPR no longer applies to you. Uh, it does. It just so happens that you are in a, in a potentially weakened state in order to, to, to be compliant. So therefore, um, you know, when you invoke your DR, your DR and business continuity capabilities must also 
be um, be uh, be uh, GDPR compliant. And then finally, from an innovation perspective, as part of assessing you know where you are and how you deal with data, and maybe forgetting about you, how you did things in the past just because that's the way they were. Um, as part of a, a GDPR exercise, for those organisations willing to think outside the box, you know, take into, into account new concepts of uh, how you do privacy by design, uh, profiling and data portability. Effectively, if you look at it as, as potentially um, um, a blank slate, you know, a, a fresh start, those companies can not only uh, build the customer trust and the confidence that deliver that provided by being GDPR compliant, but also it allows you to step back and say, okay, that's why we did things before, but let's, let, let's cast a new eye on this and see if we can do things better, cleaner, simpler, faster, cheaper, whatever is the attribute that you're after. Yeah, I guess because as you were saying earlier about that people could store so much data, you've got to know which data you have to keep and which data you don't need to keep as well. Absolutely, absolutely, and that and that and that's a key part of um, of uh, the uh, the kind of GDPR implementation where you're looking at your discovery exercise. Any GDPR implementation starts crucially with a comprehensive discovery exercise because you need to document your as-is landscape, your people, your process, your technology for personal data handle, handling. Um, that allows you to, to kind of quantitative, quantitatively define your delta versus GDPR, as in the, the, uh, the uh, 2B target state, and then allows you to, to figure out, okay, you know, what do I need to do on a, on, on a prioritized basis? So therefore, as part of that, you need to do um, a very, you know, you need, you need to do a real kind of um, root and branch review of your data, why do you have it? Where are all the copies? Why do you have all of these copies? Are all the copies the same? Why aren't they the same? Um, you know, you need, it gives you the opportunity to do a very extensive, not just a rationalization, which therefore has the benefits that we've already touched upon, but also it's a simplification piece. You know, you want to, you want to, you want to be honest and open and say, just because that's the way we did it before, that's not necessarily the way we should or can do it going forward. And so, therefore, if you take that approach and, you know, do the very, you know, look at it in a very systematic, controlled and measurable manner, then you can get to that point where um, you, will, you will retain the data that you should for valid business reasons rather than just because that's what I did yesterday. Um, you will be GDPR compliant. You will be able to address any um, requests you get from customers or prospects in terms of right to be forgotten, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and you will be in a much fitter state and a much more, uh, much more efficient business-like state in order, as you say, to, you know, to, 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 to take benefit of a large, probably one of the largest, um, uh, and 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 you know um, uh, uh, more significant business markets there is in the world. Yeah, for me as well. Thinking back years ago, you used to do backups like every two or three days. It'd be your father, your grandfather, etc. Nowadays with GDPR, how do you make sure which backup is the one that you're going to keep and the one that you don't need to keep? Again, that comes back to uh, the discovery exercise, um, understanding how you do things today. Uh, and then mapping those and getting your delta versus versus what GDPR now requires you to do. Uh, and so, therefore, by being able to, to do that discovery, that audit exercise, um, you'll then be able to make decisions based on 
kind of quantitative real information of where you are today and then mix and match and map that onto what GDPR is telling you. Now, the other thing to bear in mind is that um, just because, you know, G- the GDPR regulations set a certain bar, there are certain things that you have to do, but, but you also need to bear in mind that in some cases you may want to go beyond what GDPR is doing or is telling you you need to do based on your market, uh, based on your customer base, uh, you know, based on the kind of business environment and context that, that, that you operate in. So, so one of the other dimensions to consider is not just, you know, what's the, as it were, what's the minimum bar that GDPR is setting for me, but also taking into account in some cases I actually it makes sense for me to go beyond that bar, to go higher. Uh, it may be because I need it for my business or my market or my products, but it also may be because by going that bit higher, having a certain level of additional functionality, um, uh, it creates competitive advantage for you as well. And again, this comes back to one of the benefits of GDPR in that it, it I won't say it forces you, but effectively you are required to make sure you at least know where you are today. And, and a lot of organizations don't know that because because it's not been, and often, in a lot of cases, it's not the normal thing that they do. Um, but this situation is creating that opportunity to kind of complete this root and branch, very rigorous review of the foundations that you have, and then figuring out, okay, those bits, those, those help me map onto GDPR. I'm good there. Um, I need to address these gaps or these deficiencies, and that brings me up to GDPR level here. And there's some stuff over here that actually it makes more sense for me to go beyond that point. Yeah, because I guess basically if you can show basically when your client or customers that you're going above and beyond uh, the regulations, they're more inclined to, to trust you with a trust, trusted uh, client or customer that they can use. Correct, correct. And, 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 and a, a big part of GDPR is that this, you know, again, if you step away from the view that I'm being forced to do this and look at an opportunity, essentially what GDPR gives you the foundation for is to be viewed as a responsible, safe pair of hands with your customer's personal data. Um, or your prospects' data, and and you know if we consider the the number of data breaches that have taken place across the globe, if we take into account uh, the ongoing increase in hacking and malware, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, this is a this whole space is a very is, is a very urgent and is a very high priority for for both consumers and for businesses. So therefore, being able to you know build that trust and that reputation in a in a world which at times seems under siege from from kind of digital criminals, um, that's that there's a lot of benefit in that for you, um, especially 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 when one considers that um, that you know security and privacy is a, is a fundamental component of GDPR. So again, that's another one of the of the subsidiary benefits of, of, of GDPR and what's involved and how it gets delivered because it does force you to have a very comprehensive review of your security as well as the privacy side of things. And again, if you can identify gaps and deficiencies, that will help you, you know, do battle with those digital criminals who are constantly looking to um, um, hack businesses, looking to steal data, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, and I guess also be able to see what data you're actually storing and where it's been stored as well. Absolutely. 
absolutely, absolutely. Um, and, 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 as, and, and, and as we touched upon earlier, you know, most most companies most companies store data, and to a large extent, they forget about it. Um, and and we know from we know from customers who we've been involved in with audits, whereby they've been they've been astonished, um, amazed. Um, and in some cases, quite frankly, worried. Where when they've looked back at at what they've stored and why, they've actually been able to give no logical reason for why they were doing a lot of things. It just so happened that at one point in time, it was felt it was the right thing to do. Now, consequently, um, in a lot of cases, that's meant there's a lot of data which was never accessed. Um, there's a lot of duplicate data. Um, you know, and, 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 and duplicate data in particular is going to kill you when it comes to right to forget. Essentially, if you, you know, if you have to, if you have to remove a person or an, or an individual's records across your entire estate, for a start, having the minimal number of copies of that will make it easier. Um, and also, and also knowing where they are, being able to, you know, being able to um, to uh, have some form of searchable storage is very important when it comes to requests. And, and at the moment, uh, most organisations, because because they never had they never had the legal requirement to provide searchable store or to provide um, capabilities that, that that had to be supported by searchable storage. That's a that's a big that's a big that's a big change. That's a big move for them. And therefore, it's important that um, that that, as we say, rationalize rationalize your data, rationalize your processes, make it as easy as possible, um, and 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 be <laughs> be brutal. You know, don't take any prisoners. If you can't justify it, in that case, why keep it? Yeah, because I can imagine if somebody fills like an online questionnaire, and some of the stuff on the questionnaire you don't need to have, why keep it there? Exactly, exactly, and 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 it'll take a bit of time to settle down. Um, we, you know, we also know that that the GDPR um, will continue to evolve and and also move on. Um, it's in its current state at the moment, but um, I think I think we all know it will adapt and evolve and expand over time. Uh, but at least, at least those changes and moves you will be, you know, you will be doing against um, a stable background. And therefore, you know, you start with understand what data you have, why do you have it, where are you keeping it, um, how how do you how do you get timely access to it, etc. Uh, etc. Et Those are all key things which, up to now, companies have not had. Let's say, you know, up to twenty million euros of good reasons to know exactly where that is. Yeah, because I've seen the past of companies, they've had SLA with the person that, that stores the data. And they've been told their data stored safely, but they don't know where it's stored. At least now with this, they have to know where it's stored. So if there's a problem and they've got to get a backup of the data right away, they know basically what needs to be done to do this. Correct, correct. And and as a and, and as a as a provider of services such as such as this, along with you know with with uh, with, uh, with the data center um, services as well, and, and managed IT services, these are conversations we are already having with customers. Customers are beginning to, uh, shall we say, wake up to what's coming May of next year, um, and they're beginning to realise exactly exactly what's coming down the line. 
um, and and you know we're 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 anticipating a lot of those kind of discussions over the coming months and early next year as the as as we get closer and closer. Yeah, and I guess basically as companies have got to start implementing a good GDPR policy, if they start doing as early as possible, they can be ready in time for this, so there's no risks. And uh, their clients know they can trust them because they they plan ahead in good time. Absolutely, absolutely, and 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 the whole governance and program management piece is is, is really a critical part to achieving compliance and and and, and attaining that competitive advantage. Um, you know, ultimately, GDPR it promotes transparency, accountability, governance. It reinforces and and and, and drives trust and reputation. So therefore, so therefore, the quicker you can get to that state, uh, the quicker you can start communicating that that in the marketplace, um, and and the sooner you can begin to um, to uh, reap, reap the benefits of that. Um, you know, if your organisation is big enough, um, the sooner you can appoint your data protection officer, the better. Um, you know, the sooner you can start notifications and staff training and communications uh, because we come back to the fact that this is a business, this is a people process and technology. It's a change program. Change really, change is hard. Uh, change needs lots of communication. Uh, so therefore, the sooner you can get all of these things going, and, and as you've just pointed out there uh, as also, in particular when it comes to third-party compliance, you know, you have to have confidence in your supply chain, which means you need to look at third-party audits. You need to look at contractual implications because uh, this is a, a, a brave new world. Um, existing contracts won't cover this scenario. So, therefore, it's important that um, contract changes and contract impl- 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 implications are, are noted and dealt with um, well in advance. Um, uh, and so really a lot of it is about driving awareness of responsibilities, obligations, the regulations of this, you know, because it starts from the, you know, it, it, this is, this is a from bottom to top and, and reverse activity. Um, and, um, you know, it's really important that senior management understand middle management all the way down to the shop floor as it were. Yeah. And anything else like that on this, because I know that it's going to come in, come in pretty soon before we know it. And companies still probably are thinking we've got till ages away to to prepare for this. Yes, yeah, no, it's 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 one of the challenges companies have in that you know they're busy they're busy doing the doing the job today, um, and 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 it seems so far away. But but believe me, if you consider what's involved, um, you know we work with companies around running GDPR programs. Um, so some of the things that we talk to companies about are you know. Briefing senior management, uh, it's important to appoint and, and empower an experienced data protection officer. Um, the sooner you can get one of those, the better, because that particular jobs market is getting, is getting white hot, and there's not a lot of them out there. Uh, you need to look at your current data governance policies and procedures, update them as needed. You need to understand GDPR versus your legal implications based on your market, your customers, the specifics of your situation. You need to review and update your record management and retention strategy. You need to drive the internal awareness campaign that I touched upon. You need to do the data audit. You need to, you know, you need to implement any technical changes to fulfill data rights. You need to look at international data transfers. Um, essentially, just you know, the uh, as once it's data, once it's personal data related to an EU individual, irrespective of where it is, it still 
has GDPR um, as its overarching law. So therefore, it doesn't make any difference where it is. At that stage, you know, it still has to, it still has to be addressed. You have to look at your supply chain. You have to look at data breaches. Now, when it comes to data breaches, you know, we've had situations in the past where we might have found out about a data breach one, two, three years later. Now, it's a whole different game. It's, it's 20, 24, 48 hours. That's going to be a brave new world, especially when you have to deal with the communications and the PR dimension that goes with that. You, you, you won't have that time to, to, shall we say, generate the story and the messaging associated with that. And then finally, you need to, again, from that people process technology piece, you need to embed GDPR compliance into operations and you need to have proven and tested business continuity and DR features against this new GDPR setting. So, so there's, you know, there's, there's lots of things to do. Um, and the sooner you start, the better. Okay, thanks so much for that, Keith, and good luck, and ho- hopefully everything works out fine next year for you guys as well. And uh, No, we look, t- we, look, we, we look forward to working with our customers on this. Um, you know, we've, we've been in this game for a long time. Uh, we know what needs to happen, uh, and, um, and uh, yeah, we're, we look forward to, to helping our customers meet these challenges. Right, that's great. Thanks. Take care.